Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thirteen ten WIBA Madison in the morning. Sean Prable with you and joined in studio this morning by the one and only Dr. Nicole Hemkiss. Doctor, how are you today? I'm doing really well, Sean. How about you? I'm doing great. Great to see you. And um, you are... You're a busy doctor. <laughs> yeah, this week has been a little busier than and it, usual. And it's not just it's not just medicine this week. It's um, you were up at State Capitol yesterday, weren't you? Yes. Yeah, so I, you know, we've kind of talked in the past. There's actually two bills right now in in Wisconsin in the legislature. One is in the Senate, uh, Senate Bill 28, and one is in the Assembly, um, which is Assembly Bill 26. So yesterday they had a public hearing. Um, and so for those that aren't familiar with the government process, which I, I find the whole thing fascinating because, yes. you know, it, in government, you know, it takes 20 different steps to get to, you know, from A to B. But, um, you know, they have a, a committee that will hear a bill that is being proposed and then they'll invite people to come and speak either on behalf or in opposition to this. And these um, legislators will listen to what they have to say. And, you know, kind of the, the challenging part is that in many cases, these are people that, I mean, politicians might be business owners, attorneys, but they're people that aren't necessarily very familiar with the health, with healthcare, the process of healthcare, how it's paid for. Um, so it, it involves a lot of education. Um, so, so most of these legislators have never heard of direct primary care. And so again, this model that's been around for about 10 years in other parts of the country. So part of it is having to kind of educate them what exactly this model is. Um, and then also the bill is really proposing that we say, you know, in law, you know, make this concrete that it is not insurance. And so that direct primary care is not regulated like an insurance product would be. Um, so across the country, 26 other states have already done this. And I think there's two or three that are in the process of doing it. So 26 other states have bills on record that say that direct primary care is is basically an agreement that's entered into between a, a doctor and a patient and it's not insurance um, so it doesn't have you know it doesn't take on risk like an insurance product does um, and it doesn't have to meet the same regulations that an insurance product does and the funny part is that you know I mean doctors have been taking care of patients for what thousands of years I don't know how long it's been a long time and so we've traditionally had a system where patients come in and pay us cash for a service and so it, it's just funny that um, they you know and some people feel that this needs to be regulated in a you know a more significant way to say like well what if the doctor doesn't do what they're supposed to do for the you know the cash price and all of these different things aren't doctor yeah <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong but uh you would know this firsthand doctor you guys are pretty <laughs> when it comes to regulations being an md is uh it, there's a there's a lot of regulations. yeah yeah so right. yeah from the the practice point of view or the yeah. quality point of view, you know, we have to meet our own, um, you know, board certifications and through our state medical boards, you know, we, we have to maintain professional, you know, the quality of care that we provide all of these different things. And then this is kind of taking on the other side of it, which is the financial aspect of, you know, how we're getting paid. And since we are entering into an agreement with a patient, are we satisfying everything in that agreement? And I thought it's kind of funny because other, other industries, like let's say I hire somebody to paint my house mm -hmm. and 
and they don't satisfy whatever they're supposed to do, what is my recourse? I mean, I, I you know, I can, I can sue them. I can, you know, and, and, and the, the same thing holds true of physicians. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's just they, they feel like they need to hold us to kind of a different standard. There's a lot of money out there that may be targeting you, doctor, yes. and what you're doing. Talking this morning with Dr. Nicole Hemkiss from Advocate MD. Of course, you can find the doctor online and learn more about the direct primary care practice, Advocate MD, the website advocatedpc.com. That's advocatedpc.com. Think direct primary care. The doctor's telephone number six zero eight two six eight sixty two eleven. That's six zero eight two six eight sixty two eleven. As as you talk about, you know, a lot of people, and 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 there's lawmakers. There's I think there's also a lot of just just regular folks who who don't fully understand um, exactly what direct primary care is. And I think one of the best examples you lay out is it, it's really traditional medicine. It's it's kind of that old-fashioned way of, of having that doctor-patient relationship without that middleman, without that insurance company, of having a doctor that's there for you and knows you. Exactly. So this would have been medicine the way it was practiced, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago when patients had, you know, a a health insurance policy, what they would call catastrophic or an indemnity policy. So that would cover them if they needed to go into the hospital, if they needed to have surgery. But the the day-to-day stuff, you know, Joey gets a cold, you break your foot, you, you know, need somebody to check your blood pressure, all of those things, you would go into the, you know, your family medicine doctor, and you would, in many cases, pay cash for those things. And what we found is that Back in those days, insurance was a lot less expensive because now it includes so many more things, you know, c- things that you might not even ever need. It includes all of those things and, you know, this ca- these Cadillac insurance policies. And I have patients who, you know, were paying anywhere from $1,000, $2,000 a month just for their insurance for, the, in some cases, an individual, a family that's paying $2,000 a month for their, their family's care. And it's it's becoming unaffordable for people. And that's and it's it's unfortunate. Not only as you mentioned that it's uh, you know unaffordable for a lot of people, also um, that that I think the model that a lot of us are are kind of dealing with right now, you don't get the type of personalization, the type of attention when it comes to your health. Um, you know, without health, you've got nothing. I mean, that, that, that you were literally talking about your life is um, unfortunately for a lot of people is they don't have that relationship. So things that that may be brought up initially that could turn into to pretty significant health issues aren't being addressed because there's not that relationship. And we talk about costs. One of the great things, too, about direct primary care and, of course, about Advocate MD as well is transparency. What is your monthly membership rates? What is it, you know, what does it cost for a family? Those type of things. They're all spelled out in black and white. You can learn more online at AdvocateDPC.com. That's AdvocateDPC.com. Telephone number 608 608- 268-6211. That's 268-6211. And I think sometimes people think, and, and you know, and I, 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 I've gone over everything and it's, it's amazing how affordable um, what you offer is. And I think sometimes people get this misconception that what you're doing is for the wealthy is that, oh, having a, having a private doctor where I can meet for an hour with that is something for, for people who live in mansions on the golf course or those type of things. That's actually not the case. You're, it's really for everybody. Sure. Yeah. And that was brought up um, during this session yesterday. So the, the two concerns uh, that were brought up were that, is this something for wealthy people to do? And, and the other thing is, is this something where basically you're selecting out 
healthy young people and then people that are sick will still be sh- stuck with the, you know, the traditional insurance. Uh, both of those things are incorrect. So um, of my patients, I have a whole spectrum of patients, all the way from people that cannot afford to buy insurance on their own, all the way up to people that have insurance and you know, are fully insured that, that are probably you know, upper middle class that decide that they want to pay this extra amount so they can have that more personalized attention. And again, many people that come in and seek me out are people that have chronic medical issues that either were not able to get answers, were not able to get the time that they need in the traditional system. And so the, these are people that are not you know, necessarily young and healthy. And so in many cases, they're a little bit older. In many cases, they have a little bit more chronic um, you know, illnesses and they have more complicated medical history. Um, but again, they, they want somebody that can take that time with them. So it, it works really well for people that have chronic illness. Um, so both of those are kind of misconceptions. And as you mentioned, um, you know, the, the really um, eyes wide open kind of moment is where you start telling these politicians that you're getting, you know, a CT scan for $250 or an MRI for $350 and that you're saving patients $100 a month on their medications. And again, they're, they're thinking, well, you're just one person. How, how are you able to do that? You know, if, if the big health system can't do it, how are you as just one individual doctor able to save all this money for this person? And again, we're cutting out the middleman, which so that's why I think, you know, obviously the insurance company is a little bit intimidated by this because it's a, it's a different way of doing things. And we do still recommend that our patients have some form of catastrophic coverage or a high deductible policy. You know, they need to have, you know, coverage if they mm-hmm. need to go into the hospital, those sort of things. And but when you're talking about just checkups and those type of things, it's it's amazing when we talk about just, you know, you talk about the amount of time you're able to spend with people. You talk about people with chronic illness as well. And I I, I I, I've got family members and, and I've, I've got some friends that, that have chronic illnesses. And I think one of the frustrations is um, they're, they're going doctor to doctor to doctor, spending very little time with each individual doctor. And, and they're, they're very frustrated. You mentioned, you know, you're able to sit down for a length, a, a great up to an hour, if not whatever time is needed to go over medical history, to go over these different conditions. Not only that, when you talk about people that, that may have chronic illness, um, you, you mentioned things like CT scans and, and, and how affordable they can be with you. You also have, have been able to network with, with pharmaceuticals and, and get greatly reduced prescription meds. And especially if you're somebody with a chronic illness, that's a big deal, too. Yes, definitely. So, I mean, when we can do a lot of this wholesale through the medications being wholesale, I get discounted prices on labs. So, again, if you go to the hospital and get your lab work done, as opposed to going to an outpatient facility, there's a a gigantic markup with that. Um, So, yeah, we're we're able to get discounts on a lot of those things. Another big, you know, issue that was brought up in this meeting with the legislature yesterday was that, you know, a lot of small businesses, well, small, medium, and large businesses are having difficulty being able to afford insurance for their employees, which, you know, we've talked about this in the past. And so direct primary care is a very attractive option to them. So the idea is that, yes, we should secure this option in the state of Wisconsin. This makes it more attractive for employers to come here. If we have more direct primary care here, more physicians start doing this. And for some physicians, it might be a deterrent that we don't have some sort of, you know, safety in place already through, you know, some bills that are protecting this model. Um, So once we have more doctors doing this, and I mean, honestly, I have doctors 
instructors calling me every every mm-hmm. couple of weeks that want to either join or how can I do this myself? And and it encourages me to see that other people are wanting to, to do the same thing. As a doctor points out, everyone deserves a health care advocate. Of course, you can learn more about Advocate MD. You can learn more about direct primary care on the doctor's website, advocatedpc.com. That's advocatedpc.com. You can also pick up the phone, give Dr. Hemkiss a call, telephone number 608 608- 268-6211. That's 608-268-6211. We'll continue our conversation with Dr. Nicole Hemkes of Advocate MD. We will do that next right here, 1310 WIBA. 1310 WIBA and Ask the Experts talking this morning with Dr. Nicole Hemkiss of Advocate MD online, advocatesdpc.com. That's advocatesdpc.com. Telephone number 608-268-6211. That's 268-6211. And doctor, as, uh, as we're talking about uh, your testimony before the uh, uh, the assembly uh, in the assembly bill that's, that's uh, working its way um, through the state house right now, um, it's interesting that that so you're new to Dane County direct primary care is new to the county. You're you're you are the the only doctor right now with a direct primary care practice in Dane County. But this is but especially in the southern part of the country, um, very very popular. A thousand doctor. I mean, this is this is not something that's that's quote unquote unusual. It's just new, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's been around greater than 10 years now, and it started with a handful of doctors kind of scattered throughout the country, a lot of them in areas like Oklahoma and Kansas and Missouri and Texas and Florida. Um, so there's doctors practicing down there that have been extremely, extremely successful and opened up offices and expanded and have, you know, now seven, eight, you know, physicians working for them. So um, we're kind of slow to the game. I would say Wisconsin is a, is a few years behind what other states are doing in this regard. And again, um, some of these states have a higher rate of uninsured patients, but in general, um, you know, this is just a great option for people to be able to Mm -hmm. take advantage of. And, you know, so, uh, you know, of the people that were supporting the bill yesterday, they had... um, the, the Wisconsin Medical Society, which represents all the doctors in the state, um, they had the Wisconsin Academy of Family Physicians, um, the Americans for Prosperity were, were supporting it, um, National Taxpayers Union was supporting it. So basically the only person that spoke in opposition, the single person that spoke in opposition was the Wisconsin um, insurance lobby, which I think is the Association of, of uh, Community Insurers or something, um, you know, so they were the only person that spoke in, in opposition to the bill. And I guess, again, you have to just take everything with a grain of salt and see maybe what the motivation is of why the insurers might be, you know, in opposition to this. Um, you know, they talked a lot about the fact that patients now, it's not unusual that a patient could have a $10,000 deductible. And so how many people could afford to even pay a $10,000 deductible, let alone that really means that you're you're paying almost all of your medical care out of pocket unless you have something really catastrophic happen. And one of the things that the insurance lobby guy brought up was, oh, well, if you have a direct primary care, then that stuff that you're getting through your direct primary care is not counting towards your deductible, which is very true. But also consider that if I'm if I can get you a $300 MRI, if I can get you $10 worth of blood work, then that's a lot more, you know, cost effective for you than paying for a $3,000 yes. MRI when you have a $10,000 <laughs> deductible. So it's all kind of, you know, it's a little bit kind of fuzzy, but um yeah, so I, I think that in general people are very supportive of it though. I'm a little surprised that uh, somebody with the insurance lobby would understand basic math. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's willfully 
ignorance there. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, he was kind of kept saying, like, this is duplication of services if you have insurance. And because, I mean, people are trying to say, well, we do recommend that patients have some form of coverage, whether that's insurance, a high deductible insurance policy, or these things called health shares, which we've talked a lot on the air about those. Um, but yeah, we do recommend that you have, you know, since I can't do an appendectomy in the back of the office, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> or, you know, I can, I can do a lot in the office, but there are things that I can't do. Um, but, but they do say that a primary care doctor can take care of 90% of, of whatever's wrong with you. And in my case, I do have um, a service where I'll do uh, telemedicine specialty consultation. So again, that saves you from necessarily having to go to a consultant. If it's something like you're needing surgery and those sort of things, then we, we send you to physically go and see the consultant. But if it's something where we just have a question about your medications and those sort of things, I can put that consultation through and that's all included in the price of membership, which is really nice. And the doctor doesn't bill insurance, which is, again, exactly. it makes you scratch your head. Why would the insurance lobby yeah. be insured? You're not involved with them. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, don't 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 get involved with this. We don't we don't want you to be involved with this. Yeah. Exactly. Dr. Nicole Hemkiss from Advocate MD, a direct primary care practice. You can learn more about the doctor. You can learn more about her practice. You can learn more about membership fees. Everything's transparent, black and white. Learn online. AdvocatesDPC.com. Very affordable for an individual family. If you're a business owner, um, some great options there. If you've got uh, five or more employees, she's got some discounts there for you as well. Again, learn more online. AdvocatesDPC.com. Or pick up the phone. Give the doctor a call. 608-268-6211. That's 608-6211. And again, online. AdvocatesDPC.com. Doctor, you have a fantastic week. Thanks so much, Sean. You too. Take care. Dan O'Donnell comes your way next right here. 1310 WIBA. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.